What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Underdog Sports Podcast. I am your host, Nolan Skian, alongside Antonio Fiore and Salastrina. Gentlemen. What's up, guys? Good evening, fellas. Good Sunday of football. And a good Thursday of football, too. A great Thursday night game with the Cardinals and 49ers there. Kyler played very well. Kyler played very well, and so did the quarterback on the other side of the field, Jimmy Garoppolo, with his first huge performance of the year. He was calling Aaron Andrews babe after the game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was so funny. Like... Is Aaron Andrews is not it? But. She's literally cream pie after he said it. Like. Wow, <laughs> she was like, was she blushing? She her whole body she was, was like, blushing. oh, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, he he played very well though. I was pretty impressed. It was the first time he actually had to sit in the pocket. I mean, not sit in the pocket and made throws, but they were pretty close the whole jam. So I I feel a little bit more confident in the 49ers after that. Game. Oh, I do too. They're uh, they're not a team that is on in our area very much so it's not like we get to watch them too often so th- this was the first time all year i got to watch them and I, I gotta tell you i think they're damn good but like the past few weeks i've been kind of like eh, i'm not convinced yet but last night i think i still think the saints are the best team in the nfc but niners are up there at this point obviously with their undefeated record and at this point they're number one defense because it's not the patriots anymore after last night and Kyler played pretty well. Kyler did play pretty well, but also there's uh, we got Emmanuel Sanders here, and it looks like him and Jimmy have a good connection. Yeah, quick start with them too. Kittle had a great game too. He stiff armed the living heck out of one of the defenders that he was matched up against. I think oh, Buda Buda, Buda Baker. Baker. Yeah, what a name, <laughs> Buda Baker. Buda Baker. Wow, that is a top tier NFL name. That's funny. crazy. Um, yeah, I think. I think Kittle had a good game. I think Garoppolo had a good game. I think overall they were calling great plays on offense. The defense took a little step back, um, especially like deep down the field. I would say the coverage wasn't as good as weeks before. Isabella had that very long touchdown towards the end of the game, and they kind of sustained drives more than I thought they would. But I don't know. I feel like those are things. It's like a Thursday night. You don't really scout the team that well. So I understand they're a little, uh, you know, not, not up to snuff, but. Yeah. That'll come with more more reps and little uh, flex moment for Garoppolo in that game. Well, he got he, he got to show what he has. Yeah. yeah, and the Niners got a real test for next week, and we can talk about that one later when we get to next week's games. Is it Monday night? Or that is a Monday night yeah. game. It should be a great Monday night game. Play Seattle. Is it in Seattle? Um, uh, I think it's in. I believe San. it's in San Fran, but oh, let's check. To... That's big for them. Because that'll be a game that they... Yeah, they I are mean, in San Francisco. I mean, at this point, they're a six-point favorite, but still, it's going to be... That should be a very good game. Yeah. Good should game. we move on to the Houston-Jacksonville game? Oh, the London shit bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I was really believing in Minshew there. I thought Jacksonville was going to pull it out on their <clears> home turf away from home. I think we all did. We talked about this before the podcast started. I think if Foles is ready to come back, I think you bring him back. But Antonio disagrees with me. Yeah, it came out today that he's eligible to play next weekend. I just think Gardner's been playing too well to take him out. I mean, he had two, he had two interceptions this past Sunday, but he's a rookie. It's going to happen. He's been more consistent than most of the rookies that we've had in this league this year. What are you paying at Foles for then at this point? You should have traded him at the deadline. I mean, I, I don't know what to say to that then. I didn't think that he was coming back like this soon. They knew all along how long he was coming back for. So obviously the plan was to play Gardner, but I think once Foles is ready, I, healthy, Obviously they didn't expect Gardner to play like this though. They're one game out of the division. I don't see how you don't play Foles at this point. Like you did a little Foles magic and maybe ride us to the postseason. Yeah. And uh, Houston came out and absolutely 
shit kicked them, which I think a lot of like surprised a lot of people because nobody was really too high on Houston. I'd say people are high on Deshaun Watson. Yeah, people kind of just forgot about how good they are. Is like the massive you know MVP candidate and everything, but when you think about the Texans as a whole, I feel like just kind of they're good. They're not going to contend for like the AFC championship or anything. Yeah, I think the Colts are definitely better than them. Uh, I disagree. I think they have a better quarterback, but I think overall as a team, the Colts are better. I mean, yeah, I just said the Colts I, I, are better than them. Or I mean, Houston's better. Oh. Yeah, Houston. I mean, the quarterback. Or, yeah, Deshaun Watson obviously puts them over the top. I think when you compare them to um, Indianapolis, there. And the Brissett did get a little banged up this past Sunday, but it seems like they expect him to he, play. Yeah, again. I was going to say he's coming back, yeah. right? I mean, that team with Brissett, they play with a lot of moxie, and I know he got hurt, but I I mean, we can talk about that game too. The the They were close for basically the whole game. It was one score. Yeah, and we time, can talk so. about how scary. Like, I was so spooked when the Lions came out and, it, and the Colts were only minus one. I was spooked, right? And we were talking about, oh, there's something they're not telling us. Like, they're going to come out and say Brissett's injured. Well, we were what right are, they weren't telling us something. What are the odds, right? First, they say T.Y. Hilton's hurt. Whatever. Then Brissett gets hurt in the second quarter. Like, nah. Like, that's just so scary to me, right? <laughs> and then and then they, they're down by two, and they miss a field goal at the end of the game. They ended at plus one, so it would have been a push. But then... Like... No, 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 no. Like, that is just, like, the he- that gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right now. <laughs> I wanted to throw up. Like, if Vinatieri made that field goal, I would have thrown up. Right. Because, like, you did all that just for a push. But then I realized, oh, if he makes that, it's going to be a push, so he's not making this field goal. Yeah. Lo and behold, one of the clutchest kickers out. ever <laughs> gets a laces-out hold and, like, completely shanks it. It's kind of funny. You've got to be kidding me, dude. Kind of, kind of funny, funny how things work. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little too funny if you ask me. NFL's up to south. I, the more and more I think about when Pat McAfee said that whoever decides the lines are time travelers, right. it becomes more and more uh, like evident like as the season goes on because that shit was just weird. It was. I mean, they they could have expected a close game, but the fact that it was within one point of the spread, like that's pretty nuts, right? Like you like think maybe the Colts minus three, three and a half. Oh yeah, no. Which is what standard when or... like a team is better? Like yeah. they're coming off a bad loss against Tennessee, or like a close win against Tennessee. I mean, like they didn't play their best, but they're still they were still five and two. If someone were to say, "What's the line on this uh, Colts Pittsburgh game?" and I didn't know it at all, I would have said, "I don't know, maybe minus three, minus three and a half, something like that." Not a pick. Or yeah. minus one. Yeah, and it was going back and forth between a pick and minus one. It even went Colts plus one, right, at yeah, some that's, point? that's what it ended up Sunday I, morning. In last week's show, what? I even said Steelers because something's going on there. And <laughs> yeah. I was right. I didn't have an explanation for it. I just said Steelers because it's too That was, like, crazy to me. That was a little bit scary. Same with the Chargers. Chargers, all everyone had their money on Packers minus four this week, and the line Aww. didn't move at all. And. Chargers ended up coming out and shit shit housing them. Yeah, and I think what to your point when you said last week that like when they get a new offensive coordinator, like they tend to do better. Yeah. They finally fed Melvin Gordon. Fed Melvin Gordon. He had well, twenty carries. That's the most he's had all season. Feeding Melvin Gordon, like Eckler was involved. They threw it to Allen the first couple drives. Like Mike Williams had almost hundred. See, but yards. here's the thing though. 
Eckler had 20, 20 carries, four catches. You mean Melvin? No. Eckler had, Eckler had carries? 12, 12 carries. Oh, I thought you said 20. 12 carries, four catches. Oh, yeah. You Melvin, Melvin has 20 carries and eight receptions. They're running all over Green Bay. So, and he has over, over 100 yards total in two touchdowns. Like, that's what they finally did. They finally decided, oh, hey, we're paying Melvin Gordon. Let's give him the ball. Let's see what happens. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. And they completely shit kick one of the best defenses in the NFC. Rodgers also played like his worst a game very, of the season. A very turnover-dependent defense, though, I'd say with Green Bay, which they didn't do Sunday. Well, it's hard to do when you're running the ball almost every play. Yeah, I know. And it seems like it's Phillip Rivers tends to be here. You can get a little turnover happy, and they didn't let that happen. Yeah, when he starts Melvin was working, it. so was Austin. Well, when it's second and four and – like third and one, it's pretty easy to convert at that point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when Phillips starts slinging down the field with that ugly throw of his, it's massive. Oh error. my god, dude! I hate watching him throw the ball sometimes. It's like a slingshot. Yeah, I don't. It's it looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> like I don't know how he gets passes off like that. Yeah, it almost <laughs> looks like his he's like his neck hurts every time he throws oh, yeah. the ball. Like his neck muscles must be the strongest out of any human. His son throws the same way too. Granted, his son's in like middle school or something or early high school, but there's a video of him just like slinging the ball the same way his dad does. Yeah, so it must be like a a trait thing. I yeah, I don't get it. I trying to tell you, I have no explanation for that. It's probably oh, I think that I mean it might have something to do with like the way he threw as a kid, probably. Yeah, and then what he just taught his son to do the same thing. Yeah, he's like, no son, if you throw this way. And he's gonna teach his other seven or eight kids how to do that. Yeah, or ten. After yeah, baby. yeah. Who knows how many more he's gonna have? Uh, driving back and forth from San Diego. Tennessee didn't really look too good against Carolina. I watched a little bit of that game, but yeah, I think we all kind of expected Tennessee to come out and win that game, especially after uh, Panthers getting shit kicked the week before. But and just the way Tennessee is as just like a really weird team every year. Here's the thing, though. Like Tennessee loves playing close games at home, and then when they go away, especially to Carolina. Carolina loves playing really good at home, especially Christian McCaffrey. Like he always has like 200 yards and a touchdown or two at home. He had three, Sunday. and he had three on Sunday. So, yeah, I don't know. Carolina is like good at home for some reason against like mediocre to bad teams. I heard somewhere too that when um, McCaffrey's at home, he averages like. 30 when he's home in their favorite he averages like 32 fantasy points a game that's which is, oh yeah, yeah which is i have him on one of my teams and like i'll look at my score and it, 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 i swear to god the first time i look at the score every time it's like christian already is 25 yeah it's it's absurd he got me like 44 this week it's every week with him yeah he uh not only in the passing game in the running game no one can guard him no one can cover him it's insane mvp if they make the playoffs. That's another thing that I was going to talk about. I mean, after I mean, Russell. Saw, yeah, yeah. What, what, what we, we saw, saw from Russell. It's yeah. Russell. Right Dude, now, it's, it's all Russell. on his shoulders, bro. Like, he just fucking carries the team. Like, he's like, we're down six, touchdown. Like, we're down ten, like, two touchdowns. Like, yeah. he doesn't about care. Christian or no, Russell. Russell? Yeah. I'd say for both guys, that applies, really. I mean, yes and no. Russell has, like, the direct impact on the game. Yeah. And I'm not saying McCaffrey doesn't, but Russell, like... He directly controls that, whereas McCaffrey like needs to somehow manufacture the ball in order to score, which 
he does score a lot of the time. I'm not. That's not my point. But yeah, I think if I know there's probably a stat out there like the amount of points Carolina scored this year, and then like how many Christian McCaffrey scored this year. I bet it's an overwhelming number. Oh yeah. Oh, it's probably it would be ridiculous. He probably has over over 55 percent of their points. I would believe that for sure. Uh, like least- that. That's probably why he's even in the MVP discussion. Well, yeah, as a running back, you have to be having oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, they yeah. wouldn't be. What's the record? They wouldn't be five and three without him. No, no. I don't know if they have two wins without him. Yeah, they'd be like two or two and six, or even one and seven. Who's like, like the most average running back in the NFL? Like, put Sony Michelle on that team. They're like, yeah, no, they're two and five yeah, or one and six, six, something like that. Yeah. It's I don't, and he draws all the attention from the other defense too, and it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's I've never seen anything like it with a running back. You still think they bring Cam back? I still would. I mean, Brandon Allen's. Uh, you kinda, want you want someone like Brandon Allen against Tennessee? Like that's the perfect matchup. Like not specifically Tennessee, but like teams like that. That like that's where you want him. Or I think I said Brandon Allen, Kyle Allen, but still, uh, that's like who you would want. But when you have to play a good team where you're down like ten nothing, thirteen nothing, like you need Cam Newton, you need his playmaking, you need his running ability, you need his big arm to get yourself and your team back in the game. You can't have a game manager when you're down two touchdowns. I agree with that. Cam gives you definitely that chance to. He's got. He obviously has a higher ceiling than Kyle Allen, and we've seen that in the past. And I can definitely see what you're saying. I can't look at Kyle Allen play a game and say, "Yeah, this will be fine." When they're down ten and they need to come back, right? Their season's on the line and they're fighting for a playoff spot. And I still think Kyle Allen's a good quarterback. I'm. Oh, I'm not, I, I think it's obvious that he is. It's like you said. You just you have a higher upside if you're. He's old. definitely getting some attention to like get. You know, a spot somewhere else, possibly. Oh yeah. Also, I think this motivates Cam too. Well, yeah, he wants not, he's going to want to come back and prove that he's still the best quarterback on that team. It's not a slam dunk that he's like the starter now, so it kind of makes them want to say like, "Hey, I'm I'm Cam Newton. I'm like one of yeah, the better the quarterbacks MVP. in the league." Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I have a hard time believing that he can be the same as he was with all the injuries that he's had. Like, he'll never be the same. I just don't believe. But he still can be pretty good. At- yeah, yeah. They went so a couple of years ago. I'm pretty sure it was twenty, either twenty sixteen or seventeen. They went eleven and five, and he wasn't anywhere near MVP camp, but he was still a damn good quarterback that year. So if he can get to like that point again, that team's going to be fine. And uh, their defense is their defense is really good too. I said of Brandon Allen before. I I really want to talk about the Browns and hear your guys' opinion about that and just how much of a dumpster fire they are. Yeah, it's it's incredible the talent that they have on that team and how they're so bad. Freddie Kitchen sucks. Bigger I think it's tubby it it completely line. like a lot of people say that. Oh, it's not all Baker's fault. I think Baker holds a majority of the responsibility. It all falls on Freddie Kitchens in the end, but Baker Mayfield has to take some responsibility at some point. Oh, yeah. He does a really good job at deflecting that and then directing it towards reporters after they tell him that he's shit to his face. And I just don't agree with that. Well, he, he's not the type of guy who will come out and say, like, I'm not playing as well as I should because he has a very large ego. And I think that is good. And I think that's bad. Like, when he, when he, like, wants, when he, when they're succeeding, he's, like, a good front runner, I would say. But, like, when it's hard, then it's when like shit gets tough. Then it, that's when he kind of like doesn't play as well as he should. Yeah, and he just is so bad at overcoming adversity yeah. with anything that's thrown to him. 
he like he just crumbles every time like one of these media situations happens to him, he'll get like insane amount of backlash on Twitter and he always comes back and says I'm not going to change who I am I'm a leader and it's like being cocky and like going off on reporters isn't a quarterback has never not being a, a quarterback has never won that way and I don't know that you can but no a quarterback is no. supposed to be a role model for people who watch you and the rest of your team yeah and, and he's just you're, the rest of your offense is gonna see all this stuff happening on Twitter and everything. Like they're like, "Wow, I, oh, I have to play for this them guy." Too. You can kind of tell. Oh that. yeah, you've finally. What are we week nine or ten? Something yeah, like that. We've finally, finally seen Odell kind of. Start well, to with the game on the bit. line, you're down whatever four points, five points, and you have Jarvis Landry like literally draped with coverage, and you have Odell one on one. Like the reason you go out and get Odell is to make plays. Yeah, and it's fourth down. You have him wide open running up the left sideline, and you just don't even look his way. Like, I don't know what the point of trading and one of your probably your best offensive lineman for him is if you're not going to throw him the ball in that situation. Like, it's just pretty ignorant in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah, I, d- I definitely just think it's it's a combination between Freddie Kitchens not being able to coach well or control his team. Like I think someone said that he uh, he had talked to Bill Parcells over like the week. Basically saying like he doesn't do running in practice because he's trying to conserve his players. And Bill Parcells said, "Well, if you're not winning, why are you resting them? What are you resting them for?" And so he started doing like running and discipline in practice. But don't you think that should be a staple at this point? Well, yeah, it's the NFL. Like you got to teach. That tells me a lot. With the amount of penalties that your teams that tells me a lot. Every week you had to go out and call Bill Parcells to figure out how to discipline your team. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I can't that's that. so bad. Like, like I'm kind of a, I'm kind of feel bad for him that that even came out because that just shows how much you are unsure of yourself and can't control a football team. I mean, he was like a quarterback coach like eight months ago. Like, he doesn't really. Yeah, know his and way I just don't understand. Coach. Like, and that goes to like Brown's ownership. Like, like the he got a guy that has no experience being a head coach. Like, and you said he's a quarterback coach. Like. A quarterback coach doesn't have much responsibility. He has a he has a lot of responsibility for the quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but for the entire team, like he's never been an assistant coach. He's never been a coordinator. He was yeah coordinator for like four like six games last year. Like he didn't know he didn't know like real coaching experience. Then they just threw him in here. And that was when their schedule was just really dog easy. shit yeah. too. And if they start playing good within these next few weeks, they're going to be like, yeah, here we go, Browns. And they're going to be like all up on themselves. And, it's and that just... should have started this week. They should have beat that Denver team. Oh, yeah. You everyone have a you have a rookie this... quarterback who like everyone forgot about. Everyone was looking at how easy their schedule gets starting with this Denver game. Yeah. And you lost to Denver's – you lost to Joe Flacco's backup. Yeah, imagine that. Joe, like, not even not Joe a Flacco. Good look. And nobody knew who Brandon Allen was before Sunday. Nobody knew Brand. Like people knew who he was in college, but then you get to the NBL, NBA, or what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> NFL, and you completely forget about him. Like, come on, bro. The Browns are just the Browns are the Browns. The Browns will Browns. They're always going to be the Browns, and a lot of people are already calling for Freddie Kitchens to be gone. Yeah, he's gone that was like there. three it's, weeks ago. Everyone was. Yeah, it's not going to happen. There's no reason to fire him now. I don't see why. Or no, if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to do it now, in the middle of the season, I don't know what that's going to do. 
And then uh, who do they get? It, who do they get if they fire him after the end of the season? I would love to see Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. Riley. Yeah, everyone wants to see Lincoln Riley in the NFL, but I don't want to Ri- see him coach the Browns. Lincoln Riley and Baker. Oh yeah, I'd love to see him in a environment that I think he'd succeed in. In that, like, because I actually like the coach. I don't want to see him go to the Browns. Just someone needs to come in and like in kick Baker's ass that, and that, just like. Well, Lincoln would not kick Baker's ass, but Lincoln would make Baker look really good. Yeah. And I think it all starts with discipline. With a lot of rumors with him and uh, the Cowboys too. Obviously, it's like nothing official, but everyone's like, "Oh, possible Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley target." I've heard Cowboys a lot. Cowboys if Jason Garrett's gone. No, please no. I've heard a lot of Sean Payton to the Cowboys too if they end up uh, not doing well in New Orleans in the playoffs. That one's a sh- that one's a complete. I don't see the justification behind that. That one's that. way He's out from there. The Dallas area. What, I so don't guess how that is anything. He'll be like, all right, what's something left like for me that. here? Like if they get shit kicked, they're down in the playoffs or something weird happens and Drew decides But they didn't to get shit back. kicked in the playoffs last year. They got f- literally asked yeah, raped, raped every year because of calls. So I'm saying if something happens at down, like he might just not want to coach there. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's there till he retires. I'd agree with you. I could see a move. I don't see any reason why he would have to stay. Like, if he wants to go back home, I don't see any reason why he would. I don't think they get rid of Jason Garrett after after this season. I don't think they do. Oh, I do if they don't meet the playoffs. Yeah, if this ends catastrophically, then. Or even if they meet the playoffs and they lose, like, why keep him? What reason do you have to keep him? I don't know. I just feel like Jerry Jones just has a hard-on for for, for whatever reason. He's not bringing you anywhere near a Super Bowl. Yeah. And they have a Super Bowl-capable team. Correct. He's not, like... Uh, I don't think he's a god awful head coach. There's a lot of it, it. Really could be worse, but he's just not a Super Bowl coach. No, definitely not. And you know who is Sean Payton? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but what about last well, he year? Go to Dallas. Uh huh. He was almost a Super Bowl coach last year. All right. Why don't Sorry, we, Saints fans. Whatever. Why don't we talk about this uh, Minnesota and Kansas City game? One of your logs. Yeah, Matt Moore, baby. Matt Moore, baby. The most 500 quarterback. The most reliable backup I've seen. <laughs> Other than Teddy? I mean, that's like, you can call him a backup. Like, he's a backup this year. But that's that's Teddy? a starting quarterback in the NFL. Teddy is. Okay, yeah. Matt Moore's like. I mean, on any other team besides the Saints. Like, and, no one's going like, like, to Matt Moore and be like, hey, you want to start for us this year? Yeah, no. <laughs> He's just like that reliable backup. <laughs> Only the Dolphins the would Vi- do that. Vikings look really weird despite Kirk Cousins throwing three touchdowns. It was just... Well, they didn't have Adam Thielen. I think that was a big part of the game. Adam Thielen went out, I think, after like the second or third drive. Yeah. And their offense kind of sputtered for the rest of the game. Which dam. they didn't even think that he was going to play. I don't know like why a game he did. Time if, thing. If, there was a, if there was like a 10% chance of re-aggravating the injury, why not just give him another week? Like... I know you want to beat Kansas City, but it's not yeah, worth it. I think it they at that just point. they looked at it as a big game. Well, I, I thought it was a huge game for Kansas City, and that's why I uh, yeah, that's was, what taking I was a say. plus five and a half and really wouldn't have been surprised if it they was won, a way bigger game win. for Kansas City than it was for Minnesota. Because if they dropped to it would have been five and four, then Yeah. Again, like I said last week, that starts to bring your division into question. And that'd be I'm what, four four losses in a row at home? I don't know why Minnesota didn't run more in that game because they've had success on the ground all year, and Kansas yeah. City has been drawn off. Yeah, going into that game, Kansas City had the 30th ranked rush defense. And I mean, Dalvin, 
he had like, he carried the ball 21 times. He had 71 yards, which it, it, obviously it's not a bad game, but it's you just, just think not he would be been doing more effective than that. Like they've been running the ball yeah, down. I mean, he's teams been throats all year. So good every week. I don't. A game like this will happen once in a while, and he did. He had four catches for 45 yards, so he he had a good game. Over 100 yards from scrimmage, just not what he's been doing the past few weeks. Which you would expect against that defense is what I'm trying to say, basically. Yeah, and Cousins spread the ball out a lot. No one on the team had more than four receptions. He threw to Laquan Treadwell four times for 58 yards, and that was, you know, about it. Stefan Diggs didn't do anything. He had, you can't even find him on here. Yeah, he had one catch for four yards. Yeah, Baltimore. that was bad. <laughs> like that's bad. <laughs> news but, news flash one for four, not good. <laughs> but that is a, a huge win for Kansas City. Big win because they get right back in the uh bye week. Yeah, first round talk. bye conf- or conversation. Well, along with the team that smacked around the Patriots Sunday night, who I won't say their name. <laughs> Lam- Lam- that that team from Baltimore. Lamar Latas good as you could have hoped for that the was, whole team looked as good as you could have for it was a great performance by that team i'm still standing behind what i said before if if edelman doesn't fumble that ball the patriots are winning that game so my theory about that game is building it to, or give away his whole strategy because that oh yeah no this oh, yeah. was a well, bookmark like, game for him i mean obviously he, he obviously wasn't trying to lose like he he wants to win the he wants to game. win but i don't think he gave away the ultimate but, Lamar yeah, defense. Going, going into the game i think he was just like all right we're gonna try this out and if this works, fine. But if this doesn't, I think yeah, I it was like their mind. basic standard yeah. defense, and he wanted to see what they would do. He wanted to see if and just to see how if much they would utilize him on the ground, and then see what they were calling and, and what kind of plays. He only had 160 passing yards. Yeah, no, I like towards the end, like towards the middle of the game, like the end of the second quarter to the beginning of the third quarter, the Patriots were controlling that game, like. They were throwing all over the Ravens' defense, and that that pace that they kept going no huddle, they tired the Ravens out. Like they knew that the Ravens were one of the like more blitzy defenses. Like they blitz on almost every single fucking play for crying out loud, and they knew that if they go no huddle, they'll tire them out. So the biggest play of the game was the first fourth down when they went to kick, and then they were off. The Patriots were offsides. Oh, dude, Bill, like. Bill was not happy. Oh, he was so oh mad. God, he was so upset. You just—I mean, obviously that's like an unpatriots-like play, but just that—I would have never suspected that after they hit the field goal. Like that just turned the momentum of the whole game right, right from the start. Honestly, yeah. And then they mm. went three and out right after too. So it was a really bad start from the Patriots. But the Ravens were also giving New England a chance to come back, though. Yeah, they were. I mean, Tom. I mean. Yes and no. Tom took his chance as well, but they also had a couple short fields. So, like, the muff punt helped. The the fact that they started the ball on their side of the field a lot. like The Ingram fumble. Yep. Yeah, so, so. Um, Mohamed Sanu, they used him a lot. The, I, I mean, I think if you're dropping Josh Gordon, you have to feature Sanu. You don't really have too many other options. You can throw to Jacoby Myers or but Gunner, like, Philip Dorsett. Just like you gotta, you gotta throw to someone. Philip some Dorsett, and it can't be Edelman every single play. Yeah. They did use James White as a wide receiver more though. He looked good. I love. And James he had White. that one catch they're not, they're at the end of that. With tight ends either. I mean, they don't have any good tight ends. They have again Ben Watson's ben Watson. corpse. Gronk is still coming back. We hope so, but I don't, I don't think so. He's too small. 
Yeah, he he lost a lot of weight. I mean, he's on the CBD now. He's on the CBD life. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's coming back. We can only hope at this point, but I mean, obviously, like as a Patriots fan, I'd be happy if he came back. But I think he's just taken so much abuse from football that I just think it's a bad idea if he tries to come back. I think the most I I shouldn't say shocking, but the most uh, disappointing team Sunday was the Bears. They had. 30 yards of offense at the end of the first half. Like I, I don't think it was disappointing. I think we all kind of expected yeah, that at it's this just, point. How is a team that That bad? is ridiculous, but... Oh God. It's, it's, it's the same that's thing when ugly. it comes to the Browns, Like except the the Chicago doesn't have a good quarterback. Mitchell Drabisky is not a good quarterback. Like when I saw... I got a notification on my phone that said uh, Bears 30 yards of offense in the first half. Like, stu- like I saw that. I'm like, obviously it's a stupid number, but... Am I surprised? No. If no. someone in the NFL is doing this, it's going to be the Bears. They play like it's the 1920s. Oh, yeah. I would be more surprised if the Browns yards. had... Like, I'd be more surprised if the Browns only had 30 yards of offense at this point. I mean, yeah. Trubisky's easily the worst quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> and I just don't get it. Matt and Nagy's that, not a good coach either. Matt Nagy's not a good coach either. With, that whole thing last week when he, like... Wasted so much clock and tried to kick the field goal, and then they ended up missing it. Like, obviously, if he makes it, we're not talking about it. It's one of those things again. But because it was so like stupid, like his rationale for it, where is oh, if we run it and we risk a fumble, or if we throw it and risk an interception, or when they know we're running it and we're gonna lose, like that is such a shot at your offensive line when you say when they know we're gonna run it, so we're gonna lose three to four yards. If I'm on the offensive line, I'm like, oh, thanks, coach. Like, <laughs> like thanks for believing in us. They shouldn't. Yeah, they really just show no fight. And it's like, oh, so if you're on the one yard line and you're showing like run, which obviously you're gonna run on the one yard line besides the Seahawks, whatever, and. They know you're going to run. You're not going to get it. You're, that's what you're telling me when you say that. That you can never run on the one-yard line anymore. I Every every decision they made makes no sense to me. So no matter what they do, I feel like it's always the wrong I move. just think he looked like such an idiot in that press conference after the game last week. Coaches don't care if they look like idiots. That's the thing I've Yeah, I know. And he like tried to grill the reporter. And I, I would just be in the back of the room laughing at that point. Like You're trying to grill a guy for asking a dumb question, but you made a dumb decision. If dumb decision, dumb decisions bring stupid questions, you should Chris know Hall that by now. True. One of the funniest uh, things I've seen all season: New New York Jets took a we loss. Dolphins, that, baby. We said that. I said the Dolphins would win. Dude. It's just so Jets that they lost that game. The Dolphins, baby. The Dolphins are like the team that's like making me money right now. I, <laughs> I just couldn't believe it because last week I had no reason to think why the Jets wouldn't win this game. Because they're a the better Jets. roster all overall, but no, I shouldn't be surprised. And um, you know, this organi- organization's been doing this for years. Nothing the Jets do should surprise you at this point. They're one of the worst-run organizations, and and oh yeah, they're literally sport. the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. They just hold hands with each other. We talk about Matt Nagy and Adam Gase. They're probably the same person. Adam Gase needs to be fired at the end yeah. of the season too. It's crazy he how always many... seems so unsure of himself. It's crazy it's, no, he's, first he's very sure about himself. He's just a dick the way he does everything. 
I can't stand watching his like interviews and press conferences too. I'm not gonna lie, I, I love <laughs> I love the Datorade bath for Brian Flores after. I thought that, that was, was awesome. I thought that was pretty awesome by their whole team. It shows that they're they care, like they don't want to lose every damn, obviously. Yeah, like they understand that they're a bad team, but they don't want to just go out there and like half not fight. It. Yeah, yeah, and we've been saying that about them for like two weeks now. They come out and they they fight, and this week they're gonna like they lost their best wide receiver Williams, and they lost their like third running back Walton. Cause he, he, got, still won. he got suspended. No, I'm talking for the game coming up. I thought Williams got hurt during the game, no? Was it late in the game, though? I think during the game he got hurt. But, yeah. yeah, so he's out, and then Walton got suspended four games because of his arrests or something. <laughs> I didn't read into it. I just saw the headline. But, I mean, so that might be the only only time we see the Dolphins win. But Oh, pro- um, I mean, until they play the Jets or down, I don't know, they'll probably win or down. Do they play the Jets again? They're in the same, They're in the same yeah. position now. Okay. I mean, all right, we town. I guess we recapped all the games from last week. So. At least all the important ones. I mean, uh, here's one that we missed. I don't think we really. I mean, we talked about Russell Wilson. That, yeah, I don't, we, we didn't talk about the game. That was a really good game. That was a very good game. Went into overtime. Uh, Jameis Winston had a pretty nice day. Three thirty-five for two touchdowns. Mike Evans went absolutely off. He just seems to be doing this. Um, yeah, he like just he found a groove. Yeah, he's been touching fire a little bit. And that was against a, like a respectable defense in Seattle. And Russell Wilson's just been unbelievable, man. I, I... Jameis Winston was like a better version of Jameis Winston until he threw, or well, he fumbled the ball. He went to <laughs> that throw. was that was so funny because to throw it and then just the ball. When you see it in hand. full speed, you don't see like the guy hit his elbow, so it literally just looks like he throws it up yeah, in the air. That was his Winston moment for the day. Yeah, he always needs one of those. But they still came back and tied it. And then and the kicker for the Seahawks, of course, had to miss it. And then the spread was four, and they won by six. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had Tampa Bay. Uh, I probably took them. I didn't bet them, though. No. Did I take them for the picks? Um, I don't think so. I don't know what your picks were, to be honest. I had uh, – I know in my three I had um, Chargers – Cowboys and Jaguars, so I went one and one, and then the Cowboys game's on right now, so we'll see about that in about. Which half it's an hour. going into the fourth quarter. Dallas is up by one, sixteen to fifteen. So I finally had a winning winning week in my pick three. You it's did. About damn time. Thursday we took a loss. I had San Francisco minus five and a half. It looked promising uh, in the first half, and then you know right after that, Cardinals mm-hmm. came back a little bit, but. After that, it was pretty nice. Kansas City won. I had I had them plus five and a half, and then I also took the Chargers. So, first winning week of the season feels good. Congrats, Bodie. I'm proud of it. <laughs> Very proud. Yeah, I went uh, one and two. Miami was the only team that, that was money for me. I had Detroit. Uh, I forget how many points they were getting. Three and a half? I think like two. Two and a half, maybe. And, uh, yeah, that was just that was a weird game. High scoring jam. Yeah, I thought they'd pull it out. I thought Detroit would pull it out. And then I had, um, what was the other one that I had? Hmm. It, no, it had to have been the Lions, right? He loves Matt Stafford. Yeah, he loves Matt No, it was, oh, Cleveland. I had Cleveland minus oh. three and a half. Hmm. Eh, it happens. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Thursday night, it's Chargers, Raiders, and Oakland. 
think it's a pick right now. Uh, yeah, mine says Chargers minus one, so we'll say it's a pick. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I like I like the Raiders' momentum. I, I do. Know. They I'm play a- really well at home too. I know the Chargers look good, but I don't think this is gonna be an every week. Did thing. you see what uh, John Gruden said after the game? Thank God we finally have a home jam. No, well he said thanks to the mayor for letting us play a home game. Yeah, he said I like it here. Yeah, <laughs> after forty something days on the road. Well, yeah, they went to London. They were in like Florida. They were all over the place. They were literally. That's all- got to be tough, dude. Hey, they they're still winning jams. Forty so. something days on the road. <clears throat> Good for them though. They had a couple home jams and they're allowed to chill out and relax. Yeah, and I mean they're they're what four and four now. So I mean they are four and five, I think. Four and four. Can I see their record? Four and four. Yeah, they're they're four and four. So so I mean they're five hundred. They're not totally out of it. No, they're in the playoff conversation. Yeah, because that's think... that's right outside the wild card spot. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, both these teams are right outside the playoff playoff hunt, really. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say give me the Raiders. This is a the Raiders loser leaves town. Jam whoever loses this jam isn't making the playoffs. You think so? I mean, I don't think the Chargers are making the playoffs regardless. I don't either. I'm a, Chargers win this game. They have a shot. They have a shot. I, mean, I, I still don't just don't see them making yeah. the playoffs. I, I, and I do see the Raiders pulling through in this game too. Yeah, because right. like, then the Chargers got to play the Chiefs. I mean, so does Oakland. Yeah, I'm just looking at their their schedule. Like Then they have week 12. They have a bye. Then they play the Broncos. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see with the Chargers. Keep a close eye. Because then they play the Jaguars in week 14. So, I don't know. We'll see. The jury's out on the, the Chargers. Chargers. When it comes to Sunday afternoon, I guess we can start with uh, this. Is pretty interesting. Cleveland is favored at home against Buffalo by three. What do you think about that one? I don't think you can bet the Cleveland Browns right now. I don't think you yeah, can Yeah, no. I, honestly, I'd take the Bills plus two and a half all day. I think just what you've seen, this the team is starting to kind of implode. Seems like the drama on the offensive there's, side of the ball. There's about no argument you can make to me to take Browns two, minus two and a half, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the defensive side of the ball has looked pretty nice the whole year besides, you know, all the penalties. But all the issues have been with the offense because that was just what was supposed to be what the team was surrounded with. And uh, Buffalo. But a team that you're probably not going to get against is Buffalo because they actually have a very good defense. I was going to say Buffalo's got a very Which good defense. Which is another reason why this rush, is so one of... going to tear up that offensive line. This is one of those spooky ones. Like, Oh, yeah. I, why it is it is. minus three and a half? Just it the, makes no sense. The lines Sal. No, 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 Sal. It makes no sense. I don't make the lines. If I did it, time travelers do. So that means that the Browns are in a win and win by more than three. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, all right, whatever. I'm taking the Browns. You want the Browns? Yeah, alrighty. This is one of those spooky games to me. Falcons minus twelve and a half against, or I mean, whoa. Saints minus twelve and a half against the Falcons at home. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa! A hundred percent. I mean, the Saints. Yeah, I like. That oh yeah. A lot. Yeah, I like that. Coming off a bye at home, are you kidding me? Falcons are a dumpster fire. Yeah, and the Falcons have to come in there and play. Like, I feel bad for the Falcons. I can't believe they're one and Is it still Matt Schaub? It might be Matt Ryan. I think by now he probably should be back. But, yeah, that should be an ass-tricking, honestly. Like, that is awful. (laughs) That's not going to be an entertaining game. I can promise you that. No, and it's at 1 o'clock, so, like, it's not even prime time. (laughs) Like, if it was prime time, like, weird things happen in prime time games like that, but... 
I, there's not even a chance for that. Like Saints Atlanta's, easily. If, if Matt Ryan's there, you know Atlanta's offense like has a chance to play well, maybe score like 24-25. But I, I just think then they give up forty. Yeah, I was gonna say their defense is probably yeah. gonna give up forty to the Saints, and I think the Saints are just gonna c- kind of run the ball all over them. Lamar back on the road, going to Cincinnati. Yeah, they're in uh, Cincinnati. I don't, even want, I don't want to talk about that game. That that game you'll that game we'll come up with later. I'll just tell you that. All right. All right. So. Preview of the pick three. Sal, Sal loves to do that. Like, throws little hints in there. Kansas Wait. City, minus four against Tennessee. Ooh, that one's also one of the weird ones. And I'm going to take the Titans because weird. Like weird, oh, Mahomes is back. I have to take Kansas City. No, because weird things happen. You have to. Weird things happen in Tennessee when, when good teams go in there. Like, the Titans are going to keep it close. And I, I, I think shit, the Titans well, squeak Mahomes it out. is coming back. He's going to want to He's going to be horny. Yeah, no, he might throw four touchdowns. He might throw four touchdowns in the first quarter. Like He's going to get fucking I don't know, horny. dude. I'm, I'm taking Tennessee plus four. I'm, it's I'm a ballsy on, pick, but I'm definitely taking Kansas City. I'm on the train with Sal here. Give me Kansas City all day. Like Mahomes is going to want to just like, like Antonio said, just oh, come yeah, out and no, sling the it. The first play of the game, like Andy and Pat are just going to like meet up before the game and say, hey, Reed. I just want to bomb it to Tyreek my first play. I want to come out here and throw a 50-yard touchdown. He might throw an 80-yard like, touchdown right. his first play. He's going to be like, all right, Patrick, whatever you want to do. That's the first thing that's going to happen. Tyreek's going to go deep, and Mahomes just going to bomb the thing. I don't know. It's just Six nothing it's weird. The New York Bowl is taking place this weekend. Yeah, no, I don't care. Giants minus one. Sure. Sure. <laughs> no, nothing. It like, It's so bad. Both. I, I mean, think, no, the Giants should win this game. I, from what I've seen from the Jets these past weeks, it's and the Giants are putting. Up if a the fight Jets there. have any fight in them, they should win this game. I'm not saying that they're better than the Giants, but after last week, like you should have a lot of motivation or come into this game and play well. This game is like just sticky. Give me, give me the Jets. I like the Jets. In this I game. said I'd stay away from the Jets. Give me the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants minus one and a half. They're keeping it pretty competitive with this Dallas team right here. All right, don't run away from the mic. Oh <laughs> no! But give me the Giants for sure. I'm, I'm. I said I'd stick away from the Jets. I'm going to stick to my word. Carolina plus five and a half on the road and on screen by. Oh my God, dude! I don't know. Green Bay coming off that loss back at home. That might not be enough points for Green Bay. I think Green Bay rolls over them. Green Bay's run defense has been pretty susceptible, so I'm going to take Carolina. Because I, I think even if Christian McCaffrey does have a monster game, I think Green Bay outslings them. Like, but the key to beating Rodgers is keeping them off the field. So if you have McCaffrey running the ball 30 times. That, yeah, but I don't think that they can hold the ball for that long. I do against that bad front that can't stop the run for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm just. You know I think what? I'm taking Green Bay. I think Green Bay will win, but I I I just say Carolina covers, so I would take the points there. Tampa at home against Arizona. It's a pretty bad game. Minus four for Tampa. I like the over in that game. I do too. I feel like Tampa's kind of like the Bucks love like they, going over. Every, yeah, but I, I feel think like the they last four suck weeks at they've gone over. I feel like they always give their like really good performances, and Jameis always plays better when he's on the road. It's so weird. So I mean. I'll take the Cardinals in that one. They're minus four and a half or plus four and a half. I'll take the Cardinals. Okay. 
I'm gonna go. And I've been I've been high on the Bucks this year. I think I've taken them. And I'm I'm gonna go two t- out of my and two of my pick threes. So I, I'm gonna go Tampa just because I for whatever reason I love that team. Yeah, so. you, oh, you're, addicted, you're addicted. You're addicted to Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, I'm taking Tampa also. Um, Bears minus two and a half against the Lions. I don't know about that, damn. You love the Lions, so I'm guessing you're taking Lions. Yeah, no, and plus Chicago is just a shit box. So, yeah, I'm taking Detroit. The past few games, Matt Stafford has just, like, thrown for the most yards you could possibly throw for. So your <laughs> Lions plus two and a half? Of course he's taking yeah. the Lions. Yeah, and I think they win the game by at least ten. Ooh. I'm taking, I'm taking the Bears, even though I don't love it. I... I don't know. That defense is just the best. I mean, not like the best, but like just the talent they have all around. It's pretty hard to stop. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chicago. <clears throat> What's the spread on that one? I don't know why. Two, two and a half. half. Two and a half for Chicago. At home, I'll take. Sh- I want Chicago in that game. Ugh, I hate being on the same side as Antonio. <laughs> well, I yeah, just, I'm like I, I mean, lonely like over they're, here. They're a defensive team, and I, I like you guys aren't picking like anything that. that I'm picking. Like I'm lonely. We'll we'll see what happens. We couldn't. I mean, we'll probably end up splitting because that's how it normally goes. But yeah, Indy minus ten and a half against Miami. It opened at minus fifteen and a half. So the sharp betters are believing in Miami apparently. Well, if there's no Brissett, I guess I understand it. Is there no Brissett though, or is he playing? If he's playing, I would take. The I know Colts. there's like a chance, right, that he plays. I'm not sure what they're saying. If if Brissett plays, give me the ten and a half. If if it's Hoyer, give me Miami. That's. I'm going to stick with Miami just because I'm riding the Miami train. I've been hitting it for three weeks straight, so (laughs) I think that they cover. I don't think they win. It's a lot of points, but then it ended as the Dolphins, too. If it was still 15, I'm taking Miami all all the way. Assuming Brissett's going to play, the Colts are, I just think, a very well-run team and a really well-coached team. So a team like the Dolphins, I think they're just going to beat up on, and I'll take the 10.5. Yeah, the only thing that I'm cautious about is now that they don't have Williams and Walton. Who are they? Who are they playing? But like Drake is gone. Even with Walton, like everyone was like, okay, Walton. Yeah, yeah, like, but like now like, it's like who, like who's, whoever, whoever they decide to come up from their practice yeah. squad. Like, like they're just gonna take some guy off the street and be like, wow, like you're our new starting running back. Congrats, congrats, guy. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing that's like hesitant about me, but I'm sticking with what's been working. I'm sticking with my streak. So should be a pretty bad yeah. game. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. All right, Terrible that. game. Just sticking with your Miami boys. Steelers at home, catching four. Rams back in action against the off Rams. The bye. Yeah. Oh, man, give me the Rams. Give me the Rams too. I hate the Steelers. I hate the Steelers so much. They're so like, boring to watch. I don't think Mason Rudolph is dead at all. I don't think he's either. You're gonna take the four though. I'm gonna take the four. Yeah, I knew you were gonna take the four. You- you love the Steelers. I, I think they have a very good defense, and I Pittsburgh obviously just is not an easy place to play. So you think I they don't have think, a really good defense? I think they have a really, a really good defense. That's and crazy. Mason Rudolph, I, I know he's not that good, but I just got I got a funny feeling about the Steelers again. Last week, I had no explanation to why I thought they were going to beat Indianapolis. The, and they did, because that was just... This is a game I need to talk about. The Dallas Cowboys, Sunday night against drumroll please the viking kirk cousins prime time kirk cousins this is the easiest bet you'll ever make oh in your God, whole entire three? life it's minus and two and a half Dallas? 
It's minus two and a half in Dallas. You take your whole bank account, mm-hmm. every single no, dollar you thing. own, and you put it on the Cowboys. Because I promise you, Kirk Cousins will not cover that spread. Not just your bank account, house, mortgage, car. You lay everything home. on this damn. Yeah, yeah, like I'm. I might put like my my limb on this game. If they say, I can't wait to walk. cut off your right foot and you'll get two right feet, you do it. Dude, if they say cut off my foot and I'll get $4 million for it when they win. That game is definitely going to be talked about later in a pick segment that we have. Oh, yeah. Saquon Barkley. Sure. Oh, my God. Oh, Saquon. Is he taking it? No. Uh, oh, oh, he down, wanted to. Down at Great the three-yard line. Zeke's like, shit. Yeah, why did they show Zeke, dude? That's so dumb. So, eight-point game in the Cowboys game. Saquon just had a, what, 80-yard catch. They're inside the five-yard yeah. line right now. The Giants are covering. Giants will cover if they score right here. But then again, Dallas will come down and score. So, we're still trying to... Down by eight, did you spread six and a half. Seven or six and a half? I said seven on the podcast, so it's yeah. minus seven. That missed extra points huge to the spread, though. Oh, I know. Because mm. now they have to go back and score. Mm. I mean, regardless, they would, but the point definitely helps. Oh, and he's not and I saw some like someone. Do said, they go for? Yeah, yeah. You have to go for two at this point, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I saw something today that like what was, what did I say earlier, Antonio? Like the Cowboys haven't covered a spread oh, like yeah, in like, like four, four weeks. weeks or something. So I don't know. Jeez, really? Yeah, in, like four straight games they haven't covered the spread. I did not know that. Because what you figure they lost to the Jets, and then they had a bye last week. So what was the game before that? I don't even know who they played, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. But that that was just something that I saw today. I was like, wow. Uh, We are on our Monday night jam. Final game of the week, Seattle and San Francisco. Give me Russell. He knocks him off. I think they're going to win that. Oh, yeah. We're all on the same page on this one. Every week I say the four. this is the week the 49ers are going to lose. Six points I just think is too many for this. I don't know. It's six? Yeah, it's minus six. Oh, my God. Give me the Seahawks. No, I might just open up Bavada right now and put money on this. (laughs) You should do it on Seahawks, Cowboys teaser. Oh, wow. White teaser. Parlay. You're that con- I mean, oh, I'm, I'm that confident. I'm that confident in the Cowboys. The Seahawks plus six. They they could like lose by seven easily. Like it that'll just happen because it will. Like just because. But to counter counter your guys' points, the 49ers at home are scary. Or a wagon for whatever reason. Like yeah, just a wagon. I don't know. I think it's another. Are you taking sh- them? I think it's a shootout, just like last game. I'm going to take the Seahawks in this game. Wow, round the Seahawks. Yeah, round, round the Seahawks. So we're either all right or all wrong. This week? I yeah. Like we haven't agreed on much. Uh, what was the last one last week? Who did we have a round of last week? I think it was Jacksonville. Uh, oh, yeah, we had our- It was a round of Jacksonville. Yeah, and we, we fucked that one up. Let's We'd- see if we all get it right this week. Let's hope. Well, probably not. I just I have belief in Russell. Russell's playing. I do too. Russell Hustle out of his Russell. mind. I can't wait to watch. And this Garoppolo game. coming off that game, like it's gonna be a shoot a shootout, no doubt. Finally, a very good Monday night game. Finally, oh my god! Like like this one isn't bad right now, but going into it, you're like, oh, that's yeah, I sticky. Mean, the Giants and Cowboys games are always like this when they're prime time. Yeah, they're always pretty. Like in the same ballpark, and it's usually good entertainment. But well, like they're gonna they're, they're gonna challenge like, a pass interference play and lose a timeout. Scoring, it's always kind of a gritty game with a lot of weird like referee shit going on. 
I want to go first and pick three. Go for it. I mean, I think number one's obvious. You bet against Kirk Cousins in primetime. Number two is going to be Seattle because I'm very confident about that game. And I think Russell probably wins that game outright, honestly. Proves that he is the king of the NFC. Okay. And number three, I'm going to go with the New York Jets. Plus one and a half. Oh, don't chase it. Don't chase not, the dragon. I'm not chasing the dragon. Jacksonville and Jets, don't chase the dragon. I haven't taken... The one time I took the Jets was their one win this season. Listen. That's right. Don't You're chase right the dragon. I'm, I feel good about their... Conf, not confidence level, but their focus this week. And I think playing their arch rival across the street, they're in a win. So. Yeah, that's a big ego hit losing to the across Dolphins. Across the so. street. They're in the I same street. Make a statement. Same side of the street. Figure speech. Cross the Figure line. speech. Roar. They're both New York teams playing in New Jersey. We'll never understand it, but whatever. Aw, the Giants own the stadium. Aw. Not Sunday, they won't. Uh-oh. All right, so I'll go next. Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo plus two and a half. Interesting. Okay. I think that... Yeah, I think that this is the the week that the Browns absolutely just implode. Like this is like the week that Odell's gonna like throw tantrums on the sideline, and like Baker's just gonna give up. He's gonna shave four times this time during the game. You saw that, right? That yeah. he shaved three times or two times. Like what? What was the like? You really walked into yeah, the this stadium? Is baseball. <laughs> And shaved before you put your pads on. And then shaved after the jam. And then went back, took your pads off, and shaved again before the press conference. And then you looked like a serial killer in your press conference. Like a pizza delivery boy. <laughs> like what? Like what was that? Like he looked like the kid on the playground that like like sells all the, like the erasers and shit. Like I don't know. I just I'm taking Buffalo. Um, my next one is Packers. Minus five. Okay. And, yeah, they're just going to roll over Carolina. And my last one, I had a disagreement with myself on this one. But Dolphins plus ten and a half. Okay. Riding the streak. It's worked for me three weeks, so I'm doing it again. Mr. Fiore? I don't think this makes for great entertainment because two of my pick threes are the same as Sal's. Uh, oh, Dallas. my God. Dallas you love three. doing that. Well, every, I've never had two of them be the same as you before. Anyway. Every week you'll hear I, my pick, and then dude, you'll be like, I want that hey, pick. So it, sure last the, time it worked for you. Oh, though, last time it worked. Because it was so, the Chargers last I'm time. I'm really confident in Seahawks plus six, and then Kirk Cousins prime time. You know you got to bet against him. Why is it plus six? That's so yeah, many know, damn that's points. And uh, my third, my third one's going to be Kansas City, um, minus four. three and a half. Yep. Yeah, minus four at Tennessee. I like that pick. I don't know that game should. I feel like that game will be high scoring. Whatever the over under is, I'll probably take the over in that too. Honestly, in the Titans game. Mm-hmm. I feel. I don't know. I feel like the Titans love to run the ball, and I feel like you can't really tackle Derrick Henry even if you try. So. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be shitty weather, and I feel like it's going to be shitty weather in Tennessee though. It is in Tennessee. I don't know. I'm that game should be. Inter- I feel like that'll be a good because we got some shitty game. weather coming f- from that area this weekend. So I, mean, I don't know. Even if it's a snow game, I still like Mahomes. In the I like. Mahomes I don't think it'll be a snow game. I like snowing in fucking in Nashville. I love. 
Yeah. It, it, it could it's be raining. It snows in Nashville? Yeah, are, you, are you dumb? It's not at this time. Are you kidding me? It's going to be snowing here on Friday. Okay, do you know where Nashville is in the country? That's Te- the south, man. Tennessee, thank you. Yeah, It I, still yeah, snows I, there. You're acting like it's fucking Las Vegas. Yeah, maybe in January. It's not going to snow I there in November. I think you're completely off base with that. I disagree. Joe, it's not going to snow. Joe, can we have the weather? Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to look at the Tennessee weather right now? Because I will. Look at look at what it's gonna be on Sunday. You tell me. Watch, just, watch it be snow. He'll be like shit. And you look at the seven day forecast, and you tell me if there's a chance for snow because right, I bet there is. Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. All right. So for Sunday, our forecast is fifty eight, partly cloudy in Tennessee. What does it go to thirties anytime? Not at all this week. Tomorrow's gonna be a sixty-two. After that, sixty-seven drops down to fifty-nine. It's gonna rain in Nashville on Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're gonna to get to see the sun again. All right. Well, it does. And that was Antonio it does with snow. the weather. It does snow there, and it not until January. So you can shut the fuck up with that. It's not a cold. All right. Whatever. All. all right. It is a cold climate. No, it's not. That's it's the South, dude. I mean, obviously, it's barely. like the middle of the country. When it's January, it's obviously going to get like, it'll be like 30, 40. You act like January is the fucking cutoff. Like when it turns January 1st, it snows. Like it can snow in December. Like it could snow in November, dude. I'm sure it maybe like not sprinkles, like frosts maybe three times there every year. You frost just, three times just there light every year. snow. Okay. It still snows. Yes or no? Maybe a couple times a year. A couple times a year, he says. All right, whatever. And this was brought to you by AccuWeather. Yeah, this is not the weather <laughs> podcast. This is not the underdog weather po- podcast, but... Uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up on on Antonio's hot take about Tennessee. Still pending Cowboys 23-18 with 11 minutes left. We'll see if they cover. We'll tell you next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll recap because this is one of Sal's pick three from last week, so... We'll recap on the next episode. Until next time, gentlemen.